Yeah, no, no. It may be that... Voluntarily. Uh, Let's just record this. Yeah. And then I, yeah. will have a look, I will have a look for a second at our Thank wonderful you. conversation that we're not actually Thank saying. Welcome, welcome to the Sylvan Healing Sanctuary Media platform. Today, in the second of our series of three talks with my colleague, Craig, Craig Reebok, I'm Feroz Dada, and today we're going to be talking about healing. So Craig, let me ask you this, what is healing? <laughs> I love your questions, Feroz. You always have a wonderful way of getting straight to the heart of something. Um, the words wellness, health, um, internal structure of being in line and in tune with ourselves are all aspects of, of healing. And I think that, that one of the most important things is to, to find a path in our lives in order to uh, not be affected by the many bumps and lumps and uh, and hiccups that are on, on on the road that we each um, each have in our life, and healing can help to support that. But uh, in a way, of course, every intervention which helps a person, whether it's medical or or spiritual or whatever, is healing. But let me let me zoom into what. I think we as a group uh, do at the sanctuary. Um, so let, let's zoom into that particular type of healing. And first of all, really, just to clear up, clear up some wording on this, uh, would you say spiritual healing? Um, I think that spiritual healing is a terminology that has been uh, misunderstood and misinterpreted. And I think that um, there are groups of people who feel that spiritual healing is the intervention of something else, something larger than us, um, and is uh, a, a channeling of some form through a healer to a patient or to an individual that is requesting. And I think that is one form because it, it enables an individual to... Um, uh, to to be with their faith because everybody has faith of some form or another even if they're agnostic or an atheist there is some faith energy healing which i think is a modern interpretation of exactly the same thing is a recognition that there is something bigger than us we don't know what it is and it almost doesn't matter and that there is a relationship between the healer and the patient in order to help the patient to find what it is they need is that uh, is, yeah, very much so. I think I think just uh, just describing it rather than using terminology is more mm. very helpful. Uh, I suppose, in a sense, spiritual uh, the word spiritual really derives from the word breath, doesn't it? Or breath of life in Latin. So, in a sense, is a breath involved in this process of healing? Very much so. I think that um, it's a gateway. It's a great way for any individual to start to understand that through their own breath, they can support their own individual healing. 
So education in breath and education in that sense uh, is a really wonderful way of mindfully bringing yourself into your own body and then to start to listen. And it's an internal listening. It's not all the, all the white noise that we get from around us. But, but you are saying though that, that you are channeling something through you. We're sharing something. Yeah. We are sharing something. Sharing something. Sharing something which is external to you? Or... So in, in, uh, in, in Chinese um, uh, Qigong or Tai Chi, they talk about the Qi energy. There is this wonderful energetic sense where, they, where people have often talked about watching their masters who are able to uh, stop an individual from coming towards them just with their Qi energy. What is that? I, I don't know what it is. I don't have a language for that. But it is a similar sense that we are connecting as a healer, as a practitioner, to something that is an external. We're listening, we're sharing, we're enabling and helping an individual to, to engage with that. And, and uh, you know, most people uh, that might come to us at the sanctuary, I mean, expect miracles, expect, I mean, is there something you want to say, which is realistic, if you, if you see what I'm trying to say, um, to put it in perspective, because expectations, expectations are key to this, actually. Yeah. I think that um, the, 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 the particular position that the healer plays is obviously one that when somebody is arriving in a vulnerable state and feeling in great pain or distress or uh, loss or whatever the reason that they've arrived, the role in the relationship is that the healer can very easily uh, give this false sense of, of change. Um, but with a responsible, well thought out and trained healer, the ability to give a a support to an individual, to give them the opportunity to bring them back onto their path, that they've been knocked off, to listen, quality listening skills, a high quality of touch, because the touch of the human body is so important in our relationship. Just anyone that has an animal and a dog and a cat will know that there is a wonderful effect of stroking a dog and a cat. I'm not saying we stroke the human body in this way, but it's this contact that enables yeah. the integration. Yet, yet we, particularly in the pandemic lockdown periods, we've used Zoom and other remote media yeah. for healing. Mm -hmm. And uh, our own observation, if I may say so, is that it has been helpful and effective. Uh, how would you explain that? Well, I think that that's where the relationship of the word energy, that it doesn't matter where you are in the world, that we are all molecular structure. You know, I, I, I think you and I had a conversation a while ago about quantum physics. How can, it, how can a healer be talking about quantum physics? But there is a real interest in the context that we as, a, as, a, as human beings are connected to every single part of everything that we live within and around us. So it's communication through that, that, that ether, for want of a better word. Well, I, my own 
personal experience uh, is that uh, I think the universal energy transcends time and space. So in a sense, of course, there's the wonderful human touch, which is quite separate, is comforting. Yet in terms of healing energies, I think energies are universal. And if you if you know how to harness those, as you do in meditation, I think, or once you get a healer, a healer to working with their patient, as you do, uh, they can continue to, to harness their own sense of energy, um, which must be part of, you, part of, our, of the way we do healing at the sanctuary, is to self-help. I, I think it is, and I think the, the way that we have, over the years, expressed and explained to people how they can find their own sense of quietness and their own ability to take care that it, it diminishes their need to, um, to find instant solutions. You know, how often people pick up the aspirin for a headache. Actually, if you stop and think, take a breath, wonder, be curious as to how did you get to this headache? Have you been drinking enough water? What is it that's happened? Are you upset about something? And there's a real sense of taking some responsibility about how to understand uh, what it is in life that we can do to take care of ourselves. But uh, in a sense, of course, there is very little proof in all the things that one does in this field, other than the, and other than the benefit one sees from individuals that come for healing. Does that cause a problem? So I'm going to disagree with you there. Actually, there's a lot more uh, um, uh, evidence about the value and the functions of healing. And there are quite a lot of scientific researches that have been done. And over the coming months, we will be putting some of that evidence and research onto the sanctuary's website in order to give people the opportunity. Of course, you and I have watched many videos of people that have talked about fantastic experiences, and we'd never know whether they are plants, whether they've uh, created it for the sense of the video, et cetera, et cetera. There is no, in my opinion, there is no way that you can prove to a person other than for them to experience it them, themselves and for them to trust, trust that they're going to gain something from, from the experience. I think, I think this is really what I'm, I'm trying to put out there, if you like, is that <clears throat> there is no need, in a sense, to find scientific validation because there's always going to be a difficulty in this process. It's more important to understand sure. the end result and experience it for yourself. And then yeah. it doesn't matter whether there's scientific evidence or not. It doesn't even matter if it's a placebo effect. It doesn't matter mm. if it benefits a human being, as it seems it does, then I think our job mm. is fulfilled. Well. I think that probably brings up the, 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 the key word, which is faith. And you have to have faith in something into, in order to. But that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to, to, of course, to find. Of course, of course. Yet, yet if, we, if, we, if we put it out there that this is about openness, it's about faith, it's about trust, it's about being yeah. receptive and open-minded, mm. and then exper experience it for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the best way one can one can put this across to people and say, look, this is about this is about your benefit. If you benefit from it, well, that's it. Doesn't matter. 
so over so many years, I've uh, met people that have come the first time, they have no understanding what it is they're going to gain. And over a period of three, four, five weeks of experiencing once a week healing, uh, you can see a change. You can see, I, have, I see change very clearly. And the individual sees change, but it's so little, it's such a profound change. Um, that it, that it does take time for people to change the way they've been living their life. So you sort of feel that you're steering them back onto a slightly different road, yeah. assisting so, them to find their own, to re find the path that they were on and they've made a detour and they need to come back again. Well, <clears throat> Craig, is there anything else you'd like to, to say about healing in this discussion of ours? I, 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 I always recommend for someone to find a quality healer in order to experience the opportunity to um, help them back onto their path. Just, just for the sheer sense of knowing that there is an alternative way to, to help yourself. Um, you did ask the question though, Fraser, a, a, a miracle of that. You know, they do happen. They do find that some people have... Uh, gone and disappeared and never come back because they don't need anything else. Um, of course, there are those that go who don't want to follow the process. But it's a, uh, it's a gift and the experience is very valuable. So I would always ask someone to try. And, uh, and I would really end by saying this, Craig, that uh, this universal healing energy is so profound. Uh, and it it is impossible to define the way it works because, hmm. because the human mind, in a sense, cannot comprehend its complexity. We're limited by our own understanding. And so I always say to people, and I, and I don't mean healing in a very formal sense, but even meeting people, sitting in meditation with people, causes people hmm. to change. Just contact with the right source of energy uh, hmm. makes people change. So. I think it's much more profound. And, and to dwell too much upon the scientific side is curiosity. Just experience it, be open, enjoy the process, trust the process, and mm -hmm. see what happens. I understand, um, and, I, and I accept that, that, uh, that trying to uh, uh, put a, a round peg in a square hole, the healing world into a scientific world, is always going to be very difficult. I, I, I get that. But I think the mere fact that there are individuals that are acknowledging that there is a value in healing and that they are trying to compare it to scientific values, even if they don't fit exactly, are still allowing something to be uh, viewed and, and reviewed. And in my opinion, it has a value. It's not going to have an answer as, ah, Healing is going to do this, therefore, and we can do it with that, and we can prescribe this for you to go to your doctor to get that. It's never going to be like that. But um, I'm, I'm glad there is review. Yeah. I think it's well, so, so at, th at this point, we will sort of disagree and leave it at that, <laughs> Craig. <laughs> but that's okay. It's, it's, it's yes. perfectly fine. And, uh, and uh, well, I would say... Because well, maybe... Hmm. Maybe I can end this in that view, that these are the sort of dilemmas that will go on inside individuals' heads and that it's okay for that to be debated in this way so that it's an open conversation, that, that we are not closed 
to one way. And I think that's, uh, that, and, to me, and, and, I, I hope that's uh, helpful. Well, very helpful because although we are on the same page, we are in the same mm -hmm. sanctuary, yet we have slightly yeah. different opinions. And so yeah. I think that demonstrates it's important to have that. Yeah. So, Craig, yeah. thank you. Um, wonderful to talk. Rose, thank you. And, and uh, uh, I look forward to our next time. Yes, next time we talk about hesitation. And until, until that time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.